Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast there on the front page of the WDBO app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I invite you to join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Okay, so what I first want to do on the podcast today is I want to play a few cuts from New University of Florida President Ben Sass. Sass, the newly appointed president there at UF. He's a former senator from Nebraska. I'm sure you've heard of him. He was on Fox News Sunday this past weekend and was first asked about what he is doing at the University of Florida in regards to these protests that have popped up on college campuses in the last week since the war in the Middle East has broken out. Here's President Sass. We have the most Jewish students of any campus in the country at the University of Florida, and we're going to do two things at Florida. We're going to protect our Jewish students, and we're going to protect speech. It really doesn't seem like it should be that hard. Um, You've got, you got so many universities around the country that speak about every topic under the sun, Halloween costumes and microaggressions, but somehow at a moment of the, the most grave, grotesque attacks on Jewish people since the Holocaust, they all of a sudden say there's too much complexity to say anything. It doesn't make any sense to us. And so we just did two basic things. We announced that we're going to protect our Jewish students and we're going to protect speech. Now, President Sass goes on to say that university presidents had better wake up and start educating instead of indoctrinating. There's just way too little education happening on a lot of elite campuses in America right now. Um, there's been such a fo- focus on victim ideology for so long and such a little limited focus on actually reading texts. When these university presidents want to say these issues are too complex, I mean, we have, we have raped girls, stolen, uh, kidnapped grandmas. We have a massacre at a concert. We have intentionally targeted schools and babies. This isn't morally complex. It's easy to condemn evil as evil. But if they want to wrestle with complexity, why don't some of these university presidents stand up and actually read the Hamas charter on their campus and then grapple with the call for the genocide and eradication of the Jewish people? Because that's who Hamas is. This isn't gray. We know who Hamas is. And so why don't universities get back to actually educating and help students that are so confused in groups like that have to actually come to terms with the fact that the paraglider imagery, um, these black patches that people at protests around the world are putting on their, their shirts as they go to these protests, these, uh, these demonstrations, these are not surprise images. These flow directly from the texts of Hamas's charter. And so why don't the universities do a little bit of educating? You know what? Good for President Ben Sass up there in Gainesville. Good for Ben Sass. Think about how many colleges and universities there are in the United States, okay? And he, Ben Sass, to my knowledge, is the only university president to come out and unequivocally say academia is off 
the rails. Now, look, historically, Middle Eastern affairs are always very, very complex. But there is nothing complex, folks, nothing complex about the slaughtering of Israeli babies, children, women, innocent men. There is nothing complex about the raping of Israeli women. There is nothing complex about the massacre that we saw over one week ago in Israel when that Hamas attack led to the death of more than 1,300 people. There is no moral equivalency here. There is no excuse for the brutal murders and torture of so many Israelis. And yet you look at all these protests all over the nation, especially, especially on college campuses, and you realize how much higher education has failed in the United States of America. Many of our so-called elite university campuses, right? We have seen students out in full force protesting Israel's treatment of the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. Forget about the babies and the little kids and the women and the innocent men who were brutally murdered last week on Israeli soil. So be it. So be it, they say. Now, now, Harvard has been the most talked about example here recently in terms of these universities. We have seen numerous protests supporting Hamas here in recent days all over. But the media has focused on what Harvard has been doing. Now, dozens of Harvard student groups last week released a statement saying that Israel's government is entirely responsible for Hamas's violence. Harvard's president then released a statement basically backing what these students were saying and backing the Hamas terrorists with blood all over their hands. And then all of a sudden, the Harvard president spent the rest of the week trying to walk it back. Why did she have to walk it back? Well, the reason was that some major companies announced that they will not be hiring anybody on that list of protesters for Hamas. Well, by gosh, what do you know? The Harvard students have since deleted their statement. And this was followed by Harvard's Kennedy School losing billionaire philanthropist Iden Ofer from its board. Ofer announced, quote, unfortunately, our faith in the university's leadership has been broken and we cannot in good faith continue to support Harvard and its committees. There's another guy by the name of Bill Ackman, a hedge fund guy who was a billionaire alum of Harvard. And last week, he, too, joined fellow CEOs and coming out saying we're not going to hire these people. By the way, similar events, similar protests have taken place all over the country. I mean, you name it. University of Virginia, George Washington University, a number of Ivy League schools. They're supposed to be the best in the country, right? But the message that they are getting from the business community is the right one, and that is we're sick and tired of this. We're sick and tired of these woke students filling out job applications. We've had enough of them. We've had enough of their attitudes. Now, look, as complex as this Middle East situation is, I do agree that the plight of the Palestinian people is a very, very difficult one. But those who are representing the Palestinian people go about their cause in all the wrong ways. And can we please address the elephant in the room? And that is the common theme of anti-Semitism that seems to be growing all over the country right now, but especially on college campuses. There are a number of studies that have pointed out that we are seeing a rise in anti-Semitic incidents all over the country, but mainly on college campuses. And schools like Harvard have the highest number of these incidents. Nearly one-third of Jewish students now say that they have experienced or have seen anti-Semitism on campus. That's according to an ADL Hillel survey. So though anti-Semitism has been bubbling up for a while, now we see it in living color all around the country. And there is something going on here. There is something going on on U.S. college campuses and on U.S. streets. Anti-Semitism is abhorrent. 
Now, keep in mind that the Jewish population of the United States is roughly about 2%, okay? 2% of the U.S. population is Jewish. And the notion that a minuscule minority secretly controls the country, they control the world, it's delusional and, frankly, comical. And yet you're seeing more and more of this rancid anti-Semitism pop up all over academia and all over the country. You know the stereotypes, the Jews control the country, the Jews control the media, the Jews killed Jesus. You, you name the trope. These stereotypes are all extremely dangerous. Anti-Semitism is flat out wrong. And unfortunately, it's being trumpeted at our college campuses today. And it's metastasizing at an alarming rate. It's really too bad that there are not more university presidents with the gumption of a Ben Sass to stand up to the idiocy that is going on right now. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast all over the place, right there on the front page of the WDBO app, WDBO.com. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.